so true though. It's true. It's true. What do we want to do today? Okay. Let's just write. What are we going to do? We're going to write creatively. <laughs>
No. Or at least not English. Uh, not until I got to college. Yeah. Like, I had one English teacher in college that, like, I can legitimately say, like, I probably would have stood up on a table for her. But throughout high school, I had one teacher who I adored, but I don't know if she was in the same vein as Keating. Like, I, I, always, I always talk in terms of Mount Rushmore. You always, I, always, I always ask you that. Is this in your Mount Rushmore of teacher movies? Yes. I would say it it's, is. It's definitely in mine, too. What's the rest of it? I don't know. I mean, what was Dangerous Minds? I loved. Dangerous Minds. Um, it's not aged well. No, it is not aged well at all. Um, oh, the one, um, Stand and Deliver. Stand, I, was li- I was about to say, Stand and Love Deliver. Love Stand and Deliver. And then Summer School. <laughs> What's Summer School? I don't know have Summer School. Have you seen school. the movie Summer School? I have no I've With never Mark Harmon? I don't think I've ever seen that one. Oh my god, it's so old, but it's this idea, like, all these kids get stuck in summer school, and he's, like, the surfer, like, teacher that comes in, like, oh, I don't care, I don't care, and then they have to take a test, and so it's, like, them having to, like, pass this test to get out of summer school, and it that has probably not aged well either, but it's a great movie. I've. It sounds like a TV movie. Is that a TV it movie? It's not a TV movie. Where does Holland's Opus fall on your... Does it fall off the mountain? Yeah, it's not on there. Oh, it's definitely on there for me. I know you love it. I, do I love that movie. I, I don't know why I don't. Well, he does almost run away with a 17-year-old at some point. Yeah, like stand and deliver. You have that, like... You have that moment. I don't know. I just find that those are... I guess maybe because they're more... Well, Mr. Holland's Opus, they say, is extremely inspirational. I just, I don't know why I'm just not buying it. But I do find Keating to be one of the most inspirational teachers. Yes. In a movie. In in a movie. I'm sorry, in a movie. He might, he, he would, I would say, for me, would probably be the most inspirational. So. Out of teacher movies. So, audience, if you've not seen the movie, turn us off now, because I'm going to say a spoiler. It, but it's a 34-year-old movie, so hopefully you've seen it by now. Is Neil's suicide Keating's fault? I I don't know. I want to say no because... Well, we don't want it to be, but... Right, because we don't want it to be. But the fact that... Did he know he was lying? Yes. I think he was absolutely lying. Um, I mean, I, I, he absolutely so, knew he was lying. Right. So was he guilty just for that... I, I mean, I guess so. But it, saying is he responsible or is he... Should he have been fired? I think we would be. I I do too. I really do. But would you accept... If, if a Neil came to you and you hated the father and you knew the father was wrong and the kid said, I'm going to lie, or not even... He, you know he's lying. He says, you know, so the situation is for people that don't remember. Neil comes to him, says, I want to be in the play, but the father doesn't want to be in the play. And he basically says, I talked to my father, and my father says it's fine. Keating never says, I know you're lying, but it's in his face. The kids and I were debating this. They, Some of them thought, no, he didn't know he was lying. I think it's pretty obvious. He knows he's lying. He accepts it. If Would we accept it? Would you be okay with Neil? Lying. But here's the other portion of this. If a child lies to us, they're lying to us. But really what 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 can we do there? Do we 
do we have to call the father? Do we have to? I mean, in this sense, it's because he's in a play. Like, do you really have he's to? He's not doing anything wrong. He's right. Not you're not. Anything. You're not doing anything wrong. You're just in a play. So, in that sense, would we have to call and be like, "Oh, your kid's in a play"? Like, is that even our business? You know, like that's the other side of it. There, so we have to think about it that way. Like. It's an outside thing. It's not, you know what I mean? So it's all of these things that aren't necessarily related to us. I don't know if necessarily he was supposed to call the father, but I think he had an obligation to say, Neil, I know you're lying. Do you understand what? what's going to happen? The ramifications. If, if he finds out you're going to, he's going to pull you from school. And I don't think that's crazy that no. Keating would understand that. Right, but does Neil already know that anyway? I would think. I would have to think. I don't think so, because I think when he's told these... I don't think he would have killed himself had he understood that was going to happen. I think when he comes out of the curtain and sees his father was in the audience, I think, like us, he truly believes my father's about to accept me. I think he's as shocked as the audience is that the but father's like, no, you're coming home with us. I don't, I don't think... Right, but does that... But then going back to the original question, but does that make it Keating's responsibility? Like, does that make him responsible? Like, that's why I don't... I don't know if I truly think he's responsible. Is he indirectly an accomplice, maybe? Like, maybe look at it that way? Like, indirectly, possibly. But as far as responsible, I mean, saying that you're responsible for someone's... Like, that's... I don't know if he's responsible. I guess. Well, the, the movie tries to pin it on him because of the actual Dead Poet Society, which ironically, it's the title, and I understand that's the whole inspirational part of it, but that's not the part of the movie that I connect with at all. No. Like, I connect to the being in the play, because that's what I used to do. I connect to Todd's writing of the poem. Like, that's the stuff that I go, yes, as a teacher. I really, I I think it's far-fetched to think that a bunch of boys would read that and meet up together and do poetry and even if it did so what that I, that doesn't bother me right it's almost like blaming things on uh, dungeons and dragons years ago I, exactly um but it is but and, but you think too all of those schools supposedly all have those secret societies of whatever type of secret society it might be now, if he was going there and meeting them in the middle of the night in a cave to then that would be bad right and i think even then i mean the movie takes place in 1959 but i think even then it would be Inappropriate, even though the guy's in the dorm all the time. But I guess, but I guess that was dorm life and that was yes. the faculty living there. But then I'd go, okay, this guy's going too far. But I don't know. I, that's why I like the movie because I still debate it in my head. Is he responsible? Is he not? I mean, he, you and I would be feel responsible for the rest of 100%. our lives. I don't know if I could teach under those. Or I don't know. Yeah, I, could no, do I don't it. know. I think that could be it for me. Yeah, I would think quite possibly. Because how do you go back? I mean, obviously he doesn't, but you know what I mean. How well, do, do you, don't, do you, you think he teaches again? That? Somewhere else? Yeah, 20 years later in Goodwill Hunting. That's right. Comes, uh, That's right. He becomes a psychiatrist. Do you think he ever goes back with that woman that he says he's dating in London or married to? And I we didn't don't even know? remember that until you mentioned it's it. It's just randomly. He's uh, That's that's my girl. Didn't what, even what girl? What are you talking about? Um, but as far as, like, classroom goes, like, I... Years ago, when I first started teaching American literature, I would use it for transcendentalism. You know, 
Me too. Your idea of, you know, individuality and nonconformity because you have an entire scene about nonconformity. You're playing soccer. Um, is he the soccer coach? I don't think so. Okay. Um, and I don't really know how that's nonconformist because <laughs> everyone plays soccer. Right. Two children who do. Um, so, like, I just, I don't know if that still <laughs> is relevant in the classroom today. I mean, I, I think I might be one of the only people that still really truly teaches transcendentalism. I've backed off from it. But I, I used to because of you. You influenced me to really push it. And I probably did it for almost a month. Now I'd say it's a week and a half. Right. And mine has also dwindled in the years because it's just not of as much of an interest. I don't show this anymore. I used to. When no, I, first I don't show it anymore. Juniors, I showed it. Now it's I reserve it for film. And I even in film don't show it unless it's Teacher Appreciation Week. I oh. don't show it in the fall. I only show it for the same thing with Mr. Holland's Opus. Those two movies are They're Teacher Appreciation here. Week. I do not. Oh. No. Because I don't. I don't find it to be relevant to analyze. But again, like if you're teaching Whitman, mm -hmm. it's fantastic. But how many of us are actually teaching Whitman? For more than a and, day or two. Right. So, I mean, I think what would be useful is the clips mm -hmm. and the scenes. I don't know if the whole thing needs to be shown anymore. One of my favorite things, though, to when I reference Dead Poet Society, is the the very quick scene he talks about, stop using the word very. He's not very tired, he is exhausted. And don't use very sad use. Come on, Mr. Overstreet, you twerp. <laughs> morose? Exactly, morose. And very is one of my least favorite words. And I will show that YouTube clip very quickly of him saying that to the kid. You just said very quickly. I um. <laughs> But that is like, that is my least favorite word to use in writing. Very. No, that. Oh, that. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they just throw it in all the time. Yeah, when it's not needed. All the time. Cross it out. You don't need that there. All right, well. Little quirks. Before we finish our coffee, new teacher coming in. You showing them Dead Poet Society? Is it a movie that every teacher should see? And live up to? Or are there other movie teachers that we should strive to be? Oh, how do you beat him? You know, as far as, like, doesn't everyone want a bunch of kids to stand up for them at some point in time? Or at least, you know, acknowledge that they've made a difference? Because I think that's more of what it is. Like, he's changed them. One way or the other. And I think that's what we all strive to do. Whether, I mean, you know that we have changed them in some way. So, Mr. Keating, we're pro. We're pro Mr. Keating. He's still relevant. Yes. What will your verse be? That was his I know. Verse. I love that. But that is something that maybe we should ask kids every now and then. What will your verse be? Just to let them. What will it be? Especially junior seniors. And, you know, like, I know freshmen start them off early, but juniors, seniors, when they're getting to that point, like, what is it? What do they want to say? Something to ponder and think about. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. And uh, we'll do this every now and then. I think we should bring back teacher movies every once in a while. This is good to talk about. You have to go about. watch summer school. I have to watch summer school. And we'll do an episode about it because I've never heard of this movie. But I look forward to it. All right. 
Thanks for listening to Relaxing with Coffee. This has been Bridget and Joe, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you.